The following program is rated TV-M-A-N-O-C. It contains a big pair of nuts directly on your chin. It is intended only for mature audiences. Viewer discretion advised. Long time no see. All you have to do is stop putting garbage in your face hole. Can you do that? Fat fuck. Discrimination. Obesity is epidemic in the United States and a major cause of death. What is fat activism? I, a fat person, am sharing my own lived experience. Pizza is a vegetable. Your fat phobia, your problem. It is not my place as a smaller bodied white man to comment on it. Radical body positivity. What can men do against such reckless hate? There's only one man who can help me. This is for you new people. I only have one rule. Everyone fights, no one quits. This day we fight! Full Mormoth. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, the bacon is sizzling. Welcome to the Daily Swole. Testing, 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 test, 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 testing, testing, testicles, testing, testicles, testicles. Welcome everyone to episode 2500 and 48 shows the Daily Mother Swole, the most muscular swole cast, beer cast, broadcast, game cast, man cast, pimp cast, sleaze cast, and slay cast in the realm. Because I'm not flex, you flex, we all flex our biceps. What's going on, beaches, booshes, busters, hustlers, and your hoes? It's your boy Papa Swoleo back. With another episode, today's episode, the Beast Cast is brought to you, is powered, is sponsored by Everest and K2, flexing on all you beasts. It's the fucking Catalina Wine Mixer. It's the fucking Catalina Wine Mixer. All right, fam, welcome to the greatest man cast in the realm. Hit the thumbs up button, watching on the YouTubes and Rumble. Uh, make sure that you drop in the comments down below. What are you smashing today? And of course, leave us a five-star review on Spotify, Apple Podcast, anywhere you bang your ear holes. Share the show with your friends. Thank you so much for being here and of course right at the end of today's show uh, we are going right into an overtime segment with the brand new driving while gaining uncensored for the swole fam so stay tuned for that that will be continuous the broadcast will be continuous into the daily swole telegram chat and swole tv and uh, we will just keep on rocking so you could join the fam over there at swolenormousx.com and be there for all the overtime segments and private live streams and live calls so go and join us today, swanarmasx.com. Looking forward to overtime. It's going to be lit like it always is. All right, fam, now let's bust the nut open. We'll give away this swole card at the end of today's episode. So let's summon the Falcon and get today's party started. Falcon. Yes, sir. Thank you, Freddie. Nice call.
All right. So it's fuck'em Friday. Another reminder. Uh, this is our weekly reminder to everyone that's watching, listening, the Swole fam, uh, to focus on pillar number one today. Of the seven pillars, pillar number one is community. It's a reminder to double down, triple down, quadruple down on your environment. Make sure you tighten up your surroundings, whether it is the people, whether it is people in your contacts list, that things that you follow on YouTube or TikTok or whatever you're exposing your eye holes and ear holes to, and even things in your physical surroundings, make sure you tighten up the ship today, a reminder to clean house and get rid of things that aren't serving you anymore. So it's time to clean out the bullshit. Fuck em Friday is exactly that. So you could drop in the comments down below if there's anything special that you feff today. Is there anything special that you feff today? Did you feff? If not, uh, it's time to feff. Uh, it seems like Rufus and Church are feffing being alive. Aww. I mean, they're both alive, but they're being cute. Uh, Church, let me get, oh, look at you. Look at you. You're so adorable. You're so cute. She's so cute. Look at my hand. Look at the size of this church. Look at the size of that church. And then, of course, the Tainty Man is just a big old beast. So the Tainty Cam, they're looking glorious and they're ready for overtime already. They're like, you know what? We'll skip to the end. So maybe they'll be awake later on. But hashtag Fef, we'll give away that swole car at the end of today's episode. Now let's get into that tip. We got a great show. Kua. Babe, just an inch, just an inch. It's cold outside. Yeah, we need a little pop. Nothing like showing a little bit of the, the swole crew uh, to lighten up the mood and to get us started ramping into an epic man cast. So let's get into some swole fan posts and... Set your mind at ease. We'll kick it off with Albert. Nice gear. Go to the fucking gym in blue. I love that shirt. I have the same color. I love it. Uh, Albert says, hi fam. Just got in last week after following the podcast for a while. I'm happy to get into it and improve all aspects of life as nutrition, training, and all the other aspects. I have always been concerned about taking care of my health, but I want to do more steps further I am in the second week of the 90-day dash and cannot wait to see what's next in the following weeks. I have also started using a few recipes and I will try more. I see it as the beginning of a really nice, healthy journey, and that's what it's all about. That's the point. Very nice. We got some, what is that? Is that some bananas? Is that some cinnamon on them? Are those meatballs? Very nice, dude. Thanks for sharing and welcome officially to the fam. <laughs> We had a, we had a, um, an Albert close-up and now we have a Chris close-up, um, hide the children. Chris is angry or he looks angry. He looks intense. Look at those eyes. Look at those eyes right there. Look at those eyes. The eyes, Chico. They never lie. <laughs> Glaring into your soul. Uh, Chris says, Spartans, what is your profession? Fucking smashing shoulders. That's what you fucking boosh. Smash it, fam, and go to the fucking gym. All right, Chris. Thank you. Or Chris is coming after you. Chris will find you, and he will make you go to the fucking gym. We got a lot of pictures today. We got two more. We got one from uh, our very own Christy, and I'll show the picture. She's doing a pull-up. Actually, I'll show it first. So we'll just zoom into that picture. She's doing a pull-up or a chin-up. Very nice. And... Of course, we have a good story to go along with that. So um, she writes, okay, Christian, I'm coming for you. And if you missed, I think it was two days ago, Christian was posting a picture and she made some a post about getting her first pull-up and that 
on her way for the second, for the third, and so forth. Uh, okay, Christian, I'm coming for you. You are currently in the lead. Two chin-ups unassisted after shoulders and arms today. I attempted a pull-up too, but couldn't, could barely move myself. This has been a ridiculously difficult skill to master. I will consider either one, quote, mastered if I can do five consecutive reps unassisted. In all fairness, it'll probably be another three years. I can usually eke out one unassisted pull-up, but not today after being fatigued. Do it first, Christy. Do it first. Loaded barbell, I am too heavy to lift. My body lifts it and then some. Body weight pull-up, I am easy. It's just body weight. My body says, fuck you, Christy. If you fall into a fiery pit and have to cling to the edge to pull yourself out, you're going to die. Fucking dark. Fucking dark. <laughs> Y'all. Y'all. Uh, Are you not entertained? But always entertained. Are you not entertained? So... I recommend doing them first, right? If you have a weaker body part, something you're trying to focus on, Christy, make that your back day, right? Make that your back day. Do your pull-ups, do the negatives, focus on crushing them, and that's all you're going to do. Focus when you're fresh. If you're trying to get, don't do it last. What do you expect? Of course, if you're clinging to a fiery pit, you're going to die, especially after a back workout. Do it first. But I love the post. Keep after it. Do it first. Anytime you have a weaker body part, something you're trying to bring up, train it first. Ike says, morning all. I've been in not the best headspace, and it's affected my gym days a tad. I have my plan written out, and I track my progress, so it helps keep me on point. And that was it. That was just from the Telegram chat. But um, it's important because Ike is not unlike Ike is all of us, and it's very easy to be in a poor headspace. It's easy to be in a good headspace, so it's really either way. It's a choice, but... If you're not in a good headspace, it's sometimes hard to focus and get started. But if you have things written out, if you have a structure and you have something that you're going to do because it's time to do it, like you're doing the 90-day dash or Scorched Earth or Swole Season, you have the plan already there for you. You have exactly what you're going to do. So it's a matter of showing up and doing it. You don't have to overthink it. You don't have to create something. You don't have to be like, I wonder what I'm going to do today. So that's the benefit of having something, having some framework of what you're going to do. It could be written out. It could be scheduled or programmed out to the T or it could be, I'm doing this body part or I'm doing upper body or lower body, whatever it is, having a plan and having something set. And then all you have to do is pull the trigger and get started is important. So it's important to know what you're doing. If you're just, Hey, I'm going to exercise or move today. It's very vague. There's really no track. There's no There's no specificity with what the outcome is going to be. So if you have something you're trying to achieve, you have some goals that you're going for, and then you have something that's kind of structured out so you can get it, you want to make it so you don't have to think. You want to make it so you know what you're doing, and then you go and do it. Because if you have to get out of your own head and do it all from scratch and you don't have anything set in stone, um, it's going to make it even harder. So Ike... That's a great example of someone who didn't feel like it, but he had his plan in place and he's getting it done. So good shit, Ike. Thanks for sharing too. This is why I love the club stuff too. If it's upper body or lower body, that's why I like club and sled because I'm getting up. I don't have to think. I just hook myself to the sled and I just start pulling. I just start pulling. And then if it's upper body and I'm like, oh, I just grab the club and I start swinging. And wouldn't you know it, after a couple minutes, I'm 
got the blood flowing, my joints are loose and I'm in the right headspace. Just have to get started. So pick one or two things. Pick that's what's great about having a set warm up or something that really activates and gets you going that you don't have to think about. All you have to do is start the warm up. Just start your warm up, whether it's upper body, lower body. You know, I do sled every day. I do clubbing every day, pretty much. I usually don't miss a day of either of those things. And I just start doing that. And when I start doing that, it just gets you going, gets the blood flow going, gets your sympathetic nervous system, gets everything kind of activated. And then you take it as it, you know, as it goes. So it, it, it's important to get started. It's important to, you can't have a fire without a spark, right? You have to, you have to spark and get that fire started. Okay, let's get into, awesome. Everyone hit the like button. That's fucking great. Thank you for sharing. Uh, if you want to join Ike, Christy, Chris, and Albert, make sure you join us over there at swanormousx.com. And um, all the information's over there, all our training programs, everything to crush your seven pillars. We have thousands of recipes in the kitchen. We got hundreds of yoga classes. We have mobility classes in the Swollen 7 section. We have Swolga. We have a lot of starter yoga classes, chair yoga, kids yoga, yin yoga, vinyasa. We have everything. And of course, meditation. So we have everything you need to crush your seven pillars. And it's just important to make sure that, you know, every day, every day, even if you don't know what you should be doing or you, the weather is kind of shitty or you feel kind of under, just under the weather, you feel down and not, the mindfulness meditation brain gains will help keep you centered because you're going to feel up. You're going to feel down. And there really isn't a reason for it all the time. It could be you got bad sleep, so you don't feel like you're in a good mood. But there's also just random low mood or frustration that can come up for no fucking reason. So it's important to have a plan and know what you're executing on. Okay. All right, so let's get into some questions. If you want to call into the show, go to askpapaswolio.com and call in. Let's take the first call. This one's from Inderjeet. I'm assuming from India. Let's let's fucking go. I wanted to ask about recovery. When you train a lot of days during the week, um, sometimes your recovery is compromised. Uh, what I want to know is how to maximize your recovery so that you can train hard every week. Thank you. Yeah. Indrajit, that's a great question. So how do you maximize your recovery? So of course, with the seven pillars, recovery is pillar number four. So that comes down to your sleep, your nutrition will be very important for your recovery, but also mobility training. So you can see on the right side of your screen with the seven pillars, there's a lot of crossover too. So recovery means foam rolling, cold therapy, sauna, uh, mobility work, it can be meditation. All these things feed into recovery. So it's also program design. If you're doing too much overload, you're training too hard without enough recovery between subsequent workouts, you're also not giving your body a chance to repair. So your nutrition is very important for that, but your program design, if you're doing total body every day and you're training hard, it's only going to last so long before you get hurt or you just burn yourself out. So make sure that you're focusing on sleep. Make sure you're focusing on nutrition. Make sure you are with a proper programming and your training split is appropriate to allow your body to and your muscles to repair between a subsequent session. So it's very important that you train hard, but that you have enough days, enough time with proper nutrition, with proper sleep uh, in order to repair those same body parts. So you're going to find that there's a different, there's a sweet spot for everyone. The more intense and the more volume you train, 
the more time you're going to need. So if you have a higher intensity of your training, you might want to decrease the volume. Uh, depends on how many days a week you're able to train. So it can vary. It can vary. Uh, generally, a good training split or a good approach is to avoid maybe doing upper body resistance training two days in a row. You could do upper body, lower body, and then a day of rest. Or upper. you could do a push-pull legs. You could do... There's a lot of different ways to do it, but um, unless you're advanced, I would avoid doing two upper body hyper like upper body training days with resistance training for, let's say, upper body instead of doing. So you're not doing, let's say, chest and back or push pull. You might want to do push legs pull or space it out. But in other words, tweak it so you find what works best for you with your intensity and your volume. Your experience also matters, too. So it's a hard question to answer in general for someone. You're asking me a question for you specifically, but it's a general question. So it's hard without knowing what you're exactly doing. But recovery is absolutely paramount. So my recommendation is focus on your recovery and maximize your intensity of your training based on that recovery. And if you feel like it's a little bit too much, then back off a little bit or increase the recovery periods or change your training split. So focus on your training and think about what you're doing with a foundation of recovery. A lot of people think about their training and they kind of like try to shove in recovery or some yoga in between. If you focus on recovery as the foundation and then allow those peaks of intensity based on your recovery. So focus on that primarily and I think you'll be much more successful. It's a better way to think about it in my opinion because you can't train hard unless you're recovered. Jay Righteous. Uh, hey, Papa, love the show. Thank you, dude. Should I take fish oil for helping my joints? I've noticed a lot of tightness the day after I lift heavy weights. Any help would be appreciated. Well, you're lifting heavy weights, so you're causing yourself trauma. Um, I personally don't take fish oil. You can, I suppose. I don't. I can't tell you exactly how much that would actually benefit your joints. I would focus more on the nutrition and what you're eating because uh, consuming things like grains and gluten and uh, phytic acid and a lot of oxalates can cause joint pain and joint tenderness too. So if you're consuming other foods that might be robbing your bones of vital minerals or causing inflammation, that's going to be more of an issue rather than taking fish oil. A lot of what nutrition is, is avoiding or what you can remove rather than what you can add. Sure, there's certain things you should be eating and there's things that can benefit different people, but um, I encourage everyone to look to what they can remove or what might be causing, what might be slowing you down. Um, I don't take fish oil. I have in the past though. I have taken fish oil in the past. I have in a long time. I, I don't, I don't feel I'm, I'm not missing anything. That's just me. I don't, oh, I wish I was taking fish oil again. I didn't notice anything from not taking it. Not to mention when I stopped taking it, I also dramatically improved my nutrition. So I get plenty of fats. I get plenty of healthy fats. I get a lot of omega-3s from the grass-fed beef and organs and such. You might like something like a bone broth. It could be very beneficial too. But there's a lot of foods that can cause inflammation and inflammation can also be in the joints too. So what's your nutrition like? Happy to give you my opinions. And that's why the elimination diet is important. It's important for an individual to test. So I have my own opinions based on what I have experienced. And as much as I think there are certain foods that most people should be like throughout the door, everyone's going to react differently to some foods. Some foods are going to be much more 
detrimental to some than others. But there are certain foods that you should, everyone should be testing and getting rid of that don't really serve humans. All right, let's see here. Dawn, Pop, I'm at the fucking gym right now. Wait, I'm at the gym right now, so no need to tell me to go to the fucking gym. All right, well, stay at the fucking gym. Sleep there. Sleep under the leg press. Never leave. All right, we got Weston on the line. Weston, you're on the sleeves cast. Hey, Papa Solio, got a question for you about mRNA vaccinations. I'm seeing a lot of stuff on social media, you know, just floating around saying that all meat will have this at some point. Um, I don't know how truthful that is, but I just want to know your takes on it. I mean, is is grass fed still going to be a good source or are we at risk? Do we need to definitely stick with a local butcher? Um, Just what are your thoughts on it? Any tips? Much appreciated. Yeah, it's a great question. Uh, I think it's definitely going to be an issue. Um, I don't know how much of an issue. I think mostly with conventional, these places are already pumping full of antibiotics and all these other things, corn, soy. I think a lot of that stuff is going to be for the concentrated feedlots. In terms of grass-fed beef, a lot of the places that I purchase from have put out statements and put out emails and posted on their websites that they will never give their animals mRNA vaccines. So there's a lot of there are a lot of um, smaller farms or that make grass-fed grass-fed and grass-finished beef that are up to date on all this and have already sent out newsletters and things like that about it. Um, you know, this is kind of like genetically modified stuff. And oh, it just started raining. So if you know about mRNA, it actually changes what your cells produce. So it's literally like you are a computer program. You're changing what the programming is. This is one of the problems with the experimental vaccines from COVID that have are causing people many, many problems and not solving the actual issue because they were implemented during during the you know um, during the quote pandemic, um, which forced adaptations for the virus, which is why another reason why it didn't work. But a lot of people are having issues pumping out the spike protein because now their bodies are producing it and that's causing a lot of inflammation and blood clotting and heart inflammation and issues with reproduction. And there's a lot of issues. And I think, unfortunately, we're going to continue to see those things. But I would check with your supplier. I would check with your source. If you have questions, let them know and let them know your concerns, because if they get emails and they get a lot of people asking about this, if they were considering it or if they do, they are more likely to listen to their customer base and be like, hey, we should avoid this because it seems like it's going to be a bigger issue. A lot of people are messaging about it. So my thoughts on it, how it's going to affect people or how it's going to affect humans, it's uh, super sketchy. Like I wouldn't want to. If you have a choice, opt for animals that do not or companies that do not give their cows mRNA vaccines, but I, it, it seems like it's going to be so hard to parse that out, right? So hard to parse that out. And how much do you need? How much do you have to be exposed to? So if you, let's say you eat grass-fed, grass-finished beef from a place that doesn't have it and you go out or you eat at a friend's house and there was something that cooked it, like, is it in your body? Is it, that's it? You have one little taste of it and it's going to be reproducing. So what kind of side effects is it going to have? What's the, the downstream? I couldn't tell you, but I think it's, an obvious choice to why throw that monkey wrench in the system. Why expose yourself to that uh, when there's no benefit to you or the animal? It's like, why, why fuck that shit? In my opinion, fuck that shit. 
and I would reach out to wherever you're getting food from and see. And if you have a choice, opt, you know, opt for not, in my opinion. Nick, not a question. God damn it. Uh, but I got my grass fed eating my, oh, my girlfriend, <laughs> I got my, my GF, my girlfriend eating grass fed and grass finished beef, all cuts and ground. She went out to dinner with coworkers and she said the steak served at the restaurant tasted funny. Ah, she didn't have that good beef. You gave her the good meat, right? You gave her the good meat. And then she had someone else's or some, some weaker Pickles. meat. She had some weaker meat. She's like, no, Nick's meat's so much better. Am I right? Or am I right? I know I'm right, but just tell me I'm right. I said, tell me I'm right. Okay, thank you. Uh, Keith, if you take the vaccine or give it to animals, expect serious side effects told to me by two employees at work at both PF Sinner, like Pfizer and Johnson. I mean, I don't know, Keith. I appreciate the comment, but I don't know what the... I mean, I wouldn't take an mRNA vaccine myself. I didn't, and I won't. I don't know. I think the question is, what would they be giving to a cow? Because it might not be the same as what they would give to a human. What is the vaccine for, right? Are they giving? Are, are we talking about giving cows mRNA COVID vaccines? Or is it other vaccines that are just mRNA? And how does that affect when you eat that? I, I just don't think it's going to be a good thing. But I don't know what the actual result would be. If you eat it, what is it? I know you absorb and you digest, but I, I would assume it depends on what it is. Anyway, I'm just, I say that cause I'm not sure. I don't know how that works, but there was a, there was a, a, a God, I forget what episode it was. Uh, Brett Weinstein's dark horse podcast. They covered this him and his wife, Heather, they covered the, this this was super super fucking sketchy. They're chain they cha- we all know they're changing definitions, changing the definitions of what a vaccine is. But they've been changing the definitions of vaccine regarding livestock. And this was like oh God, I forgot what episode it was. I haven't listened to the most recent episodes, but this was maybe I would say within the last two months. I don't know if anyone else heard that one, but they go into this paper or this definition that was listed and how that can affect food. And they brought this up a while, like a few months ago and it's super fucking sketchy. So I'm grateful that the places, a lot of places I've seen are addressing this and saying they'll never get their animals MRNA vaccines. But at the same time, how do you know? And, and how does it affect you? Like, do you only have to have one bite of something that was given an MRNA vaccine and you're fucked? Or is it, what type of mRNA vaccine? How how much is it? Is it a dose thing? And what would the side effect be? We we don't know, right? Aaliyah, wow. Hey, Papa Swole, you haven't been able to make an episode in literally forever. It's so good to see you on here killing it. I'm from the Facebook fam, so this is great to see. Absolutely. Great to have you back on. I haven't seen your name pop up in a while. Yeah, we haven't been streaming if did you used to watch on Facebook? We haven't streamed on Facebook in a while. Um, at the end of last year, when the page was, when the page was down, I was already having problems. You guys might remember this. I was having problems streaming to Facebook, and it was giving me all these issues. And then once we got the page back up in late December, early January, it, there's been. It's just not. 
just kind of stopped and didn't even bother going back on Facebook again. Figured if people want to watch the show, they can easily open up YouTube or Rumble or something. It's just, you can find it. Uh, Keith, it's the spike protein load. Yeah, but I, I mean, point being, what are they? What are we talking about when it comes to the animals? Are they because they just say mRNA vaccine? They didn't say that it was COVID. You know what is it, right? Like, do cows need to be protected for COVID? Are they pretending just so they can make more sales? I'm just saying I don't know exactly what it specifies. All right, let's take one more call. I know it's the, yeah. And again, how does it work if you're eating it, right? Because if you're getting an injection, if you're getting an injection, you're getting an mRNA vaccine, let's say the COVID one, they're injecting it into your body. So you're not digesting it. So it's not going into your stomach acids. It's not going, it's not the same type of thing. So there's certain things that if you consume them, it gets processed differently. And I'm just saying, I don't know how that affects the body and what type is it just mRNA? Because there's a lot of different things you could do with mRNA. I'm just saying, I don't know when it comes to the animals. Unfortunately, unfortunately, the problem with this is it's so most people aren't aware of anything like this. So they're going to be able to give all this shit to fucking cows for a while. And then once we realize it's fucking terrible, then people are going to be aware of it, but it's going to have to cause a lot of destruction and make them a lot of profit first. So just don't fucking taint, don't taint the meat, right? <clears throat> Um, yeah, well, Michelle says if oral administration worked, they would have gone that route, right? I don't think so. I mean, we had ivermectin and stuff like that and they pretended like that was the devil's, you know, they all of a sudden forgot about the four or 5 billion doses of ivermectin. The fact that it's been around for 40 or 50 years. With, with no side effects, pretty much. And that was oral, as far as I'm aware. <sighs> so, they had to shit all over that so they can get the emergency use authorization for their scam. Okay, well, let's keep going. Uh, did we take Andrew? I don't know if I did this last one. Last call, Andrew. Last call, and maybe we'll take one or two more questions. We got overtime, too, coming up after, so... Hey, Papa Solio. I hope What's you're up, having a good day. I, I am. a quick question about nutrition. Lay it on me. So for my dinner, I've just been trying to add some more cheap protein. So I've been adding edaname with my chicken and rice. And I was wondering if that is okay as far as like adding a whole bunch of soy into your diet real quick. I usually do about three-fourths of a cup of edaname. So it's 10, 15 grams of protein, something like that. I want to know as far as like the soy content, like is it all right to just yeah. – add a whole bunch of soybeans into your diet like that or should i just kind of avoid that uh, appreciate any feedback thank you all right thank you well thank you for the call good lord so you're asking papa swolia so papa Swolia is going to give you his opinion i say throw that shit in the garbage that's my opinion fuck no no you're asking my opinion, no, fuck no. So you're having chicken and rice, just eat some more chicken. Eat some more chicken or have some, I guess you said cheap protein, so eggs aren't cheap anymore, right? No. 
No, so no, fuck that shit. No. 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 Sixty percent of the time it works every time. That doesn't make sense. No. Um We'll take a question from the Daily Soul Telegram. Dora says, I'm doing a 23-hour fast. Would you recommend that I take Optum Nutrition's Aminos Energy plus electrolytes while fasting, or will it kick me out of my fast? Um, I wouldn't. I don't know what's in that aside from artificial sweeteners and flavorings. I would take electrolytes. I don't know. I wouldn't take anything else. Amino Energy, so they have amino acids. I mean, I don't know if that's necessarily going to kick you out of your fast, but you don't want any kind of calories. And that's what amino amino acids are. They're building blocks of protein. I would just take electrolytes, take Element or Redmond Relight. I think they call it hydration now. Um, if you're doing a fast, black coffee, electrolytes, you know, Himalayan salt or sea salt, or but electrolytes are great that's not going to kick you out of your fast. I mean, a 24 hour fast, you know, are you really getting the benefits from fasting? Yeah. You probably, in my opinion, you should probably go a little bit longer, but if you're new to fasting, there's nothing wrong with doing a, a day, but I really think you start seeing benefits from fasting once you kind of get to like 36 or so. Um, unless you're doing like a one meal a day, 23 hours, it's not really one hour because your body, like two or three hours after you're eating is still considered consumptive like you're just it's still digesting and stuff like that so i guess you're technically doing like a 20 slash four but it depends so i would just stick to the electrolytes i'm not sure what else is in that aside from whatever else is in you know stevia or whatever artificial or sweeteners are putting in there yeah sucralose i wouldn't I, i just avoid any of that stuff avoid sucralose avoid aspartame and stevia is gross makes me nauseous this is nasty. Um, so electrolytes are good, but I just get the unflavored. When everyone comes with Element or Relight, I don't get any of the flavorings. Just get unflavored. Unflavored. Those are my two go-tos. I mix it up between Element and Redmond Hydration based on how I feel. Sometimes in the morning. A lot of times first thing in the morning, I like the Element because it just tastes saltier. I like that first thing in the morning. Sometimes I feel like grabbing that. Sometimes I'm in the mood for the Redmond Relight and just grab whichever one I, I feel in the moment. Okay. Uh, 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 you got it, Dora. I'm glad you asked. And, you know, if you're fasting, you want to make sure you're doing as much of a fast as possible. So I would just avoid any kind of amino acids and things like that and just stick to the either black coffee and the electrolytes. Uh, Michelle, I noticed the stevia and element bothers my gut if I have more than one packet a day. Love mango chili flavor, but switching to unflavored now. Really? Well, that makes sense. That makes sense. I just do the unflavored and I have a few a day. I have a bunch. I have electrolytes throughout the day. I'm sweating so fucking much. Plus, I'm doing the sauna. I'm training outside and ugh, like I need it. I need it. Alan, Papa Soul, I used to drink the liquid IVs, but recently found out they use cyanobalamin and heard it was bad. Is there an alternative I can use? Oh, that's what we're talking about. We use element L M N T and 
Redmond Hydration. Uh, those are two good options that I like. I also take some magnesium glycinate before bed. So there's different types of magnesium. Usually magnesium glycinate, magnesium malate are two that don't cause people issues are great for muscle cramps and sleep and calm and neurological function and stuff. I don't know the downsides of cyanobalamin, but liquid IV has a sugar in it too, right? Yeah. Okay. Let's, uh, if we have any follow-up to those questions, we can do them. We also have overtime going down in just a few moments. So the stream will continue inside the Daily Swole Telegram chat and Swole TV. So if you want to put in Swole TV and put on your TV and then chat in the Telegram chat, uh, that's fine. Or you can watch and chat in the Daily Swole Telegram chat. So you could join SwoleNormousX.com and get access to the replay if you don't join in time for the overtime right now. But uh, we have a brand new drive mall gaining on sensor. It's going to be awesome. All right. Um, at the buzzer, Zarak. Hey, Papa Swole, should I preload on creatine if I'm just starting? Funny how we just answered this yesterday. No, you don't have to. There's no need to load. There's no need to load. All right, let's get into some balls deep. <laughs> That's deep. All right. Yow. Yow. So let's take a story first, and then we will get into a couple of videos, and we'll go into overtime. So thought this was interesting all right so we talk a lot about sexuality and obviously a lot of you are parents and of course the food how you're raised but high levels of soy and estrogenics and detergent sprays household cleaners plastics um issues with attention things are neurological like uh food colorings and stuff you know kids are fed garbage parents are usually eating shit when their child's in their womb uh taint length actually matters right eating or subjecting your body to a high level of estrogenics and soy and veganism and all these types of things can really negatively affect um, the masculinity of your male child and your femininity of your female child. And this is part of, not to mention TikTok and all these crazy filters uh, that are giving kids and compounding the gender dysphoria, not to mention they're being groomed in schools and on media and of course, Kids want love and attention, so they're always looking to get that love and attention, and they'll do whatever they have to do to achieve it, even, uh, I don't know, make themselves or allow themselves to be made to believe that they're a different, they're a different person or unicorn or whatever. That being said, that being said, this is an interesting story, but it's kind of something based on what we're talking about here. Uh, a record one in four. And a lot of you might remember that you're remember being in high school, a record one in four high school students say they're gay, bisexual or questioning their sexuality. Official CDC data shows double the amount in 2015. So one in four. Now, I remember being in high school not too long ago. I mean, I guess it was 20. Jesus Christ, I'm old now. It was probably yeah in the late 90s. So I guess it was a while ago, 25 years ago, I suppose. So record one in four. Now, does that sound high to anyone? Does that sound ridiculously high? Now, if you are in high school, the age group of high school usually starts at 13, 14, 15. So you're kind of like on the, you're on like the back end of puberty, usually around that time. 
or you're kind of in the middle of it, right? Seventh grade, eighth grade. That's a very, very, very high number. But here's the thing, the questioning their sexuality. A lot of kids are curious. They don't know who they are. They're forming their identity, right? This is why when you're in middle school and when you're in high school, you will do things to copy your classmates. This is why you have trends in schools. You have different clothing styles or different bands or things that you like or listen to or things that you follow or shows. Things are very, very viral in schools, right? Things are very viral for that reason because you're looking for acceptance. You're looking for acceptance. You're looking to be accepted by other people. Now, do I think there are, you know, kids that are, gay and showing in that way since they're, yeah, sure. Gay, lesbian, right? Male, female, homosexuality. Okay. That's very, that's very understood. Okay. But that doesn't change the fact that they're a male that likes other men or a female that likes other females. And personally, I don't care. Like, that's not like, oh yeah, it's for the devil. I don't care. All right. I want your, you to have freedom to do what you want, but you don't have the freedom to warp our reality. Okay. So you don't have the freedom to warp reality. You have the freedom to do as you please and you shouldn't be harmed for it. However, the manipulation and the encouragement, right? The affirming is the nonsense, the counselors, the psychologists that are, and the surgeons and all these doctors and people that are, and the parents that are affirming these fantasies. Uh, That's a dangerous That's a dangerous game you're playing. And we always talk about kids, how they believe in Santa Claus. They believe in the tooth fairy. They believe in a fucking bunny that lays eggs. They believe in these things because they don't know any better. Fantasy becomes, you want to be a superhero when you get older because you don't know any better. I know this is high school, uh, but reality does exist. So it's one thing to be who you are, but it's another thing to also uh, facilitate delusion. And this is a very high number. And the only reason that this would be, and what a lot of people will say is that, well, people never felt comfortable for it. Now everyone feels so comfortable to come out. It's because they're being encouraged to. It's because they're getting praise for it. Children want praise. They want praise from their peers. They want praise from their the adults. They want to be accepted. They want to get views online. They want to get followers. They want to have, they want to do the thing that's accepted. Do you remember, like now there's a lot of, people that go their own way and want to be different and they're contrarian or they do their own thing and they form their own identity. They don't care. Like, I don't, I mean, I'm going to say what I want to say. I'm going to be me. And that's all well and good. And of course, like anyone else, I do want love and I do want attention. All humans do, but not to the extent of I'm going to sacrifice my beliefs and my integrity to do so. But when you're a child, do you remember in high school? Do you remember in, in middle school, how important it was? how devastating it was when the kids were looking at you or if you got bullied. I mean, some of you have different experiences, but I remember certain things in middle school. We're talking like seventh, eighth grade. So pretty much high school, close around there. I remember moments when, you know, you get made fun of or you do something stupid or you make a mistake or, you know, you wore a shirt and like people make fun of it. I don't have like a specific example in my mind, but I remember moments of like feeling like, oh my God, everyone, like your world is over right? You feel like, oh, you're dying inside. You're so embarrassed and exposed. You look back on it. Now it's, oh, it's fucking, it was nothing like literally nothing. 
but I had issues with bullies. I had issues. And now when I look back on it, this kid got abused by his father. Like this kid was came coming from a broken home. So I understand it now. I understand like what was going on, but this was like when I was in third, maybe not third grade, fourth or fifth grade. So this is even younger, but you just want it. Yeah. Cerny says you just want it to die, but the feeling everyone has that feeling at some point, right? Like you're like, like that dream that people have the cliche dream. You walk out and you're wearing, you're in your underwear. <gasps> ha ha ha. Everyone's pointing. Everyone's had that moment. Most people have had that moment when they're embarrassed. Um, so you'll do whatever you can do to avoid that as a child or as a young developing person. You don't have your identity. You don't have a strong sense of self necessarily. Some people do. Some parents might be instilling that younger, but you're at a very moldable phase and you're very susceptible to peer pressure. Of course, we know that you're very susceptible to what your classmates are saying and believing and doing. And if you don't believe and say and do and act like they do, you're the outcast or you're that out group. And there's clicks, right? You have like the jocks, you have the, the nerds, the, the classic thing. You have different kids that are maybe socially awkward at that stage. So they kind of group together and they, and now these kinds of groups that are a little bit more outcast or what now they're trans. And instead of being more of an outcast, now they're being lauded and raised up and now they're being patted on the back as being so brave and they're getting all the love and attention. Like this is, that's why it's a social contagion because at that age, people forget how manipulative or how manipulatable, how vulnerable is a better word, how vulnerable high schoolers are and children are like so vulnerable to these types of pressures. And not only that, it's not just school. Yes, the teachers are feeding into this nonsense. Yes, their classmates are feeding into it, but social media, and then they're on TikTok and they're on Instagram, they're on Facebook, they're on Twitter, they're on these apps and shows and now Disney and then Netflix and all these fucking videos that have all these characters that don't know which way is up. There's, you know, models and stuff in stores and everyone looks like a soy boy or kind of like, you can't tell if they're a boy or a girl. Like it's popular now to um, non-binary. I'm neither. I'm in between. Look how cool I am. I'm so unique because I'm not one or the other. It's like, look at me, look at me, give me attention, give me love. And kids are going to latch onto that. So this kind of stuff, when you see it doubles in five years, that doesn't happen naturally. This is not a natural progression. This is a social contagion. And yes, it has to do with the food. Yes, it has to do with all these things, but you can't really point to one thing. The food doesn't help. The garbage doesn't help. The It's just layered. There's a lot of different layers and it's just easier and easier to facilitate this. And of course, now if you speak out against it, then you're a bigot, you're a mean person. You don't, I don't know, want people to thrive and blah, blah, blah. It's just a power grab and this is being manipulated. So this is nothing, this is not a natural progression. Um, and saying you're bisexual or questioning, it's another way to get attention. Like, are you, are you not sure? Like, I, I guess I'm not sure. Like, I, I don't really, let, let's look a little bit into this. Um, just pay attention to your kids, hug your kids and talk to them. Because a lot of times you have these rules and things in schools that don't require teachers to relay um, what's going on with your child. Because as um, President Biden said that um, there's no such thing as someone else's children, right? All kids are just children of the state, aren't they now? Okay, uh, the CDC very reliable source. And 
uh, and prevention's biannual youth report found that just 75% of 14 to 18-year-olds said they were heterosexual in 2021, a new low. The remainder said they're either bisexual, gay, or lesbian, um, or said they questioned their sexuality, 5.2%. I want to know what the... I'm curious as to like what the study was. And like, look at this. High schoolers uh, identifying as LGB or questioning. What about the T? Now there's no T there? We're just dropping the consonant? That's refreshing. Uh, U.S. high school high schoolers identifying as LGB or questioning. So you see 2015... 11%, 2017, 15%. So it's already spiking 2019, almost no change. 1%. And then 2021, uh, now it's 2023. I'm like, hey, what fucking year is this? <laughs> I'm looking at the calendar. <laughs> it was a 2023, right? So two years later, can you imagine what it is now? So this is 2021, 24%. It just goes up. That's a huge, that's a 50% fucking increase. That doesn't happen by accident, people. That doesn't happen um, by accident. And I don't know who's asking these questions. Like, who's asking high schoolers? This is really creepy stuff to ask a high schooler. Um, let's see. Experts say the explosion in alternative sexualities among children can be partly attributed to increased acceptance. See, now it's more accepting. Oh, so I'm going to come out. I was just keeping it secret because I didn't want to be persecuted. No, it's like, oh, it's, it's accepted. Oh, cool. I'm this. Look at me. I'm labeled. This is my identity. It's like wearing skater jeans and jinkos in high school and a chain wallet or spiking your hair and being goth. Someone in the chat earlier said, uh, yeah. Or is that you, Nancy? Yeah. Nancy says, uh, Trans are the new goths. Right on. Where are the goths nowadays? Now they're trans. Now they're blue-haired, septum-pierced, and they, you know, they're unicorn gender. Um, yeah, skater jeans. Well, that's what was going on in, in when I was in high school. I think it was freshman year. I wore like Jinkos and I had a chain wallet, and that lasted a few months. Remember those fucking things? They cover your shoes. It's ridiculous. You know, now you're gonna be a. Uh, I don't know. You get to pick a gender. Uh, Michelle says my sophomore daughter has started saying her friends think she's asexual because she's not interested in having a boyfriend yet. And hopefully I'm assuming you're straightening that delusion out or that nonsense out. She doesn't want to have a boyfriend yet. She's 15. She shouldn't have to be worrying about that. I know there's a lot of people in this country and around the world that are trying to lower the age of consent so they can bang children. <laughs> um, but at the same time, you know, just because other cultures are marrying girls off at 13, 14, 15, she doesn't have to, she can study, she can focus on school. But the problem is even if your daughter, right, even if your child doesn't have a phone or access to all this stuff, you still are around children that are being completely brainwashed at home or their parents don't give a fuck and they let them on their phone, TV, whatever. And they let everyone else raise their child and they're completely unplugged. So it's going to, it's going to reach yours. Um, Let's see, Mariah, uh, or they do that so often. Oh, they do that so often. People will label you in your sexuality, say you're autistic, ADHD, et cetera. Nothing can be attributed to a personality or disposition. 
Yeah, there's a lot of scams out there. I mean, autism and ADHD, a lot of that is complete nonsense. I'm not saying some people aren't, you know, don't have serious issues, but a lot of that comes down to lifestyle habits. You know, the lifestyle habits of the mother when the child was in the womb um, has to do with all sorts of things with their food, nutrition and food coloring and sugar, caffeine, all these different things that, yeah, you give a kid a lot of food colorings, which are known neurological um, agents. You give them high amounts of sugar. You don't give them exercise. You put them in front of flashing screens. They're not going to be able to pay attention much either. And you have them and you sit them in a hard wood chair and teach them shit that's boring as fuck. Yeah, they're not going to be able to pay attention. They're going to be disruptive. They're going to be fidgety. Of course, they're not getting exercise. They're not eating real food. They're not getting quality sleep. So, you know, and you still have a lot of schools are giving up gym and giving up exercise. It's you're asking for it. And then, of course, you have these pharmaceutical companies that make billions off giving drugs, giving literal speed like amphetamines to your children. Um, so it, it's really it's really evil. Uh, you don't need most of this stuff. And of course, it's a great cope. It's a great cope. And people hide behind these labels, right? As much as kids want to be, hey, I'm. I'm gay or I'm bisexual. It's not enough to be gay or lesbian. It's more I'm bisexual, I'm asexual, or I'm questioning, or I'm queer, whatever the fuck these things mean. It's really desperate for attention. And then you have, um, and then you could hide behind autism. Uh, You could hide behind ADHD. You could hide behind depression. But we don't want to address the things that actually cause these, these things. Some people have severe issues for whatever reason. But most of it is environmental. Most of it is how you were raised. Most of it is the food and your lifestyle habits. But we don't want to address those things because there's so much money and so much momentum, not to mention in just the medication, but also in the, in the, the victim position. You suffer from this. I would, but I'm so, oh, I can't do that. Like, I'm, so, I'm too ADHD for that. I'm too AD. My ADD could never. You see that on Instagram? All the time. I see, I see a... I'll come across a video and someone doing something, you know, maybe focusing on art and someone would say, my ADD could never. (laughs) Bullshit excuses. Everyone's ADD until they find something they're passionate about. Like you're going to be like, oh, I don't want to do this fucking boring. You're at your job clicking and this, or you're doing something boring. Yeah. You, (laughs) You don't like paying attention to shit. That's boring. Shocker. Shocker. Uh, Zarathos, I'm pansexual. Currently in a committed relationship with my Lodge cast iron. That's what I'm talking about. Make me a fucking steak. Emotional. Steak, baby. I'm steak gender. Get fried. All right, Weston, I had to teach a group of disruptive, in quotes, kids that were labeled as ADHD. I asked the supervisor if we could make them run around the school. None of these kids are exercising anymore. Um, Dory, my son is one that has ADHD because of a traumatic brain injury. So if you have like physical damage, like, okay, that's going to change how the synapses are firing. That's going to physically change things. And that, that happens. I'm sorry to hear that, but it's, you know, we can still all agree that the vast majority of these things are just, Oh, little Timmy, little Timmy can't sit still in school and just eats Cheerios all fucking day and Gatorade. Let's put him on a pill. 
Okay. Let's see here. All right, let's get into some, uh, let's do a couple videos. Here we go. A couple videos. Let's see if I want to, is there anything I want to start with first? Mm -hmm. 112. Do we have an appetizer? Oh God, you again? Let's do, let's do the appetizer. This one's called void. Oh no, 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 no. We did. No, no, we, well, I was gonna say we've done this before. Nope. Well, we have done. Oh my God. The stupid just, they just multiply. Let's kick it off with some ridiculous pronoun shit. Let's just start. Let's start off with this. Let's start off. What's in the box? Yeah, people don't want to look at nutrition because then they have control, right? They have control over their outcomes. And if they have control, then they can't blame something, right? If they have control, then they're, it's on them to change it. People don't want responsibility because then they're going to have to actually do it themselves. It's easy to blame something else and pretend like it's out of their control. And then, no, no, no. But it's, but it's my... Right. It's my neurodivergency or whatever the heck it is. Matthew died is so overlooked as a cause to so many symptoms. Indeed. Indeed. All right. This is called void. Fam, this is going to be brutal. Let's, Let's talk about void self pronouns. Void self pronouns are neo pronouns inspired by the word void. And they can be used by anyone, regardless of gender identity or expression. They also may fall under the dehuman pronouns. The and void, void pronouns were created in 2014. And they're used in the same way that they then pronouns are used. So you might say, I met void today. Or void went to the shop, if you are the individual who uses void, void pronouns. Yeah, void went to the shop. Void. Void self. Void. Now we know that's not a pronoun. That's just a stupid thing that people are. That's a stupid thing that stupid people are saying. So what's the definition of void? Let's just for giggles and shits. I, Cause I don't disagree. I think that person is void. Void means containing no matter empty. I agree. I think most people that use pronouns like this are void. I think they should all be void. I think they're all void, technically. Um, the second definition is not occupied, unfilled. Well, we know with a dick draft that this person is definitely unfilled, thus being void. Number three is com completely lacking. Okay. <laughs> completely lacking. <laughs> That's, um, devoid, synonym, empty. This might be my favorite pronoun. I think I'm going to be fully in favor of the use of void. This is the most accurate pronoun that we've ever, we've ever had. We've covered this before, but I think void is the best pronoun. I am in favor of the standard pronouns, not the made up ones, not any of like the, they No, If you're talking about multiple people, if you're a human being, you're one person, you're a male or a female, use the appropriate pronoun, not changing language because, I don't know, because you were dropped as a child. But I like this, containing no matter, empty, not occupied, unfilled, completely lacking, devoid, empty. I'm pro-void. I'm pro-void. I'm pro, I'm pro yeah. Void. 
I'm pro void. I'm a huge fan. I think that person is absolutely void. And I think void should stop making videos. You are very unfilled and we're all aware of it. I'm a huge fan of void. I, I actually really, really, really am embracing that pronoun. It just makes sense. Um, let's do this one and then we'll follow up with the worst thing I've ever seen in my life that we've all seen before, but it's horrible. Uh, fat people. This is said fat people don't always want to lose weight. Can I ask any of you that are, or have been fat and you don't want to lose fat? Let's not talk about weight. Are there fat people out there? Like, no, I'm fine being fat. They don't want to lose weight. I'm not talking about if they can or, oh, my, I have to change or, oh, it's going to be a struggle and I don't want to go through all that. No, if you could say, hey, you could snap your fingers and not be fat anymore. How many people would be like, no, I want to stay fat, except for like Tess Holiday and people that have built their entire career over, uh, you know, from being morbidly obese. Fat people don't always want to lose weight. I'm just going to say bullshit. I'm just going to say bullshit. Yes, there probably actually are a few people that are like, no, I really want. Okay, fine. But I would say 99.9% bullshit. My head looks kind of big in this, so just ignore that. But That's something not... that really gets on my nerves is whenever there's content of fat people at the gym. And then naturally okay. people comment things being fat phobic. And then other people are like, why are you being fat phobic? They're already in the gym trying to lose weight. Is that not enough for you? And it's like, what if I told you not every fat person wants to lose weight? No, no fat persons in a gym. Just like, I'm in the gym because I want to be here. I don't want to make any changes. I just want to do stuff that's challenging, but look the same and stay the same. That doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. What fat person is in the gym? That's what person, what person is in the gym and not trying to change? Tell me what person in a gym, you're my wheelhouse. So tread lightly. What person doesn't want to change? I'm not saying that they're always going to. Most people don't because they don't do everything else. They don't train properly. They don't train hard enough. They don't eat properly. But anyone that's going to the gym is going for a reason, whether or not they're going to achieve it or not. People don't work out just to, I'm just doing this for nothing. They're doing it for a reason. They're going for a walk. They might think, oh, I'm going for my health. I'm going for this. They might not really be doing enough, but they're doing something, but they're doing it for a reason. Right? <clears throat> Fuck yeah. That was, come on, baby. I give it a, uh, a 10. A 10. A fucking 10. Every fat person hates the way they look. Not every fat person wants to live up to these ideal body standards that we've made up as a society. And that by perpetuating the idea that they have to be in the gym in order to lose weight, you're also being fat phobic. No. The idea that fat people cannot love themselves unless they're striving to become smaller is so annoying to me. Has nothing to do with being smaller. You mean a fat person that's getting rid of extra useless body fat because they want to be healthier because they love themselves. It's not about becoming smaller. These people make it seem like I'm trying to change who I am because I hate who I am. Or maybe they love who they are and they really want to respect themselves and take care of themselves. Remember what I said about love? It's not what you say. It's what you do, like your actions. Well, if you're sitting on the couch eating Cheetos all the time, you're not showing your body that you love it. Just saying it doesn't do it. Just because you don't like the way somebody looks, you think they need to hate themselves? 
does it make you feel better to think that way or does it make you hate yourself a little more because you also don't fit those beauty standards all right so now she's projecting her own insecurities onto other people so other people are insecure because they're stating facts and common sense so it has to be the other person that's in and their internalized fat bias and blah 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 not the fact that it's objectively unhealthy to carry around an extra human being and be wider than you are tall. That's a, that's a fucking leap, bruh. The standards that you use to oppress other people also have an impact on you. A lot of you love to forget that because of circumstances beyond your control, you also are capable of becoming fat. And there's nothing wrong with that, but I do think that you just need to be kinder to people. <laughs> okay. Um, start with yourself. Why don't you start with yourself? You ever hear the term tough love? You ever hear the concept of reality? Your feelings are irrelevant. If you want to be unhealthy, that is your choice. You do have the choice to be unhealthy and obviously you're taking it. And many people take that opportunity. I'm just hoping some people might, you know, get a glimpse of some sunshine rather than pull their head out of their fucking ass and realize, oh shit, I can actually make positive changes. It will actually make me feel so much better in my life. You might not be on the cover of a fitness magazine. You might never be shredded to the bone. Like, okay, fine. I'm not saying you have to do that to have a fulfilled life, but you'll definitely have more energy. You'll definitely feel better. You'll get out of fucking constant pain. And um, if you don't- I'm totally comfortable in my body. I just don't want to be in pain. You know, if you're okay being uncomfortable and not being able to fit into chairs and being out of breath, just walking down the stairs, then that's your prerogative. But let's not pretend that you're proud of it. Let's not pretend like you've achieved something by doing nothing. The exact opposite. Okay. All right. Let's see. 60 kilograms of power. Vegan gains says you on juice bra. That guy's still around. Vegan gains. The name is an oxymoron in itself, but enjoy your veggies. Am I on juice? Am I on the juice? Am I on the sauce? That beef tallow tip. (laughs) Uh, I appreciate the compliment though, if that's true. All right, let's do one more video. Cis people pursue gender affirming care. Oh God. Oh my God. What's in the box? Here we go. All right, this is horrible. Apologize. My geese and I are back with part three of how cis people pursue gender affirming care more often than trans people do. Quick recap, if you're new, in parts one and two, we talked about how cis people will pursue hormone therapy to treat receding hairlines or to treat hormonal imbalances or... Speaking of vegans, come on. Huh? This is what happens if you eat edamame, right? This is what happens if you eat too much soy. I don't even want to listen to this. How people will get cosmetic procedures like Botox, lip fillers, injections, you name Even how Viagra is gender affirming I'm, I'm care. And then some like of you seconds. were like, James, the reason that people do these things are different among cis and trans folks. And you are partially correct. A lot of people brought no, up that uh, cis people. No, I, I'm done. I'm done. I'm not listening. Go fuck yourself. No, we're done. We're done. We're done. That was. That was no. No. 
that was like, if you're going to start off a video that hot and just like, there's no context. And it's just so many fucking war. No, no, no. If it was a little bit more coherent, we'd be like, okay. And we'd make fun of it, but no, 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 that's no. I'm not going through another minute and a half of that. That was, that was enough. That was enough. Not to mention we have overtime coming up. So yeah. Talk about void. Ah, Cerny. It was void. It was void. Nice. Zinger. Very nice. Cerny. It was absolutely null and void. I want null. I want null pronouns. Where, where, where's my null, my null fam at null and void. I have two friends. One's null, one's void. Null and void. That's what we should have. Should have named the the dogs that null and void. All right. We have overtime coming up in just a couple moments. So again, swornormousx.com to join the fam today. Overtime is going to be lit. Can't you tell? Can't you tell? It's already lit. It's already lit. So let's give away today's swole card. Um... Hashtag Fef. Let's see what we got here. Falcon, take us away. And then we'll go into a little OTZ movie. Null and void. Void of intelligence. Nice. All right. Happy Fef to Albert. Congratulations. Congratulations. Alberto. Can I call you Alberto? I just did. Send us an email to support at swolenormous.com. Swolcard2548 in the subject. Your mailing address in the body of the email. Super awesome, Albert. Send us that email. Congratulations. Support at swolenormous.com. Thanks for playing. And don't nobody go nowhere because we have... We have... some overtime in just a few moments. I'd be the luckiest guy alive if that did it for me. Shampoo my crotch. I'm your huckleberry. I've got my game. Lieutenant. Dang. Look at you in the horn. I don't think it means what you think it means. No medication except my fucking antidepressants. Look at her. She looks like she's 19 years old sitting there like a little lady in the race car. What happened to your queer party, friends? I love how everyone, you guys know some bullshit. You guys know so many of the soundboards. I love it. I love it. You guys know all the soundboards. Sometimes I forget. I'm like, oh shit, I haven't hit that one in a while. Shut up, bitch. You can be fat and be healthy. I'm sorry, Lizzo, healthier than I will ever be. I like to caress rusty spoons. What are you looking at, butthead? Nice. Next day, 
Now, once you've had sex with a woman, she will naturally start to depend on you, okay? All women do this. Yeah, we need a void soundboard. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Here we go. It's all bullshit. All of it. Well, I, I could be wrong, but I believe uh, diversity is an old, old wooden ship that was used during the Civil War era. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the gold. You know the, you know the thing. Chlorophyll? More like chlorophyll. Whipped it out. Coast to coast, you know how we do it. You know how it's fucking done. All right, fam, let's crank up this hog. But guess what? It is time for OT. Baby, let's fucking go. Finish him. Let's fucking go. It is time for the OTZ Ubishis. All right. Join us, SwollenormousX.com. It is time for overtime. All right. So we're heading into the Daily Swole Telegram chat. A lot of you are showing up over there now. Links on your homepage when you log into your account, SwollenormousX.com. So right there, the Daily Swole Telegram chat, not the Swole Fan Telegram. That's just general conversation. The Daily Swole Telegram chat is where we stream the episodes privately for members, that, those that want to watch there instead of YouTube, and of course, for the overtime segment. So what's up, Frank, Ike, how we doing? Matthew, Cerny, Nancy, peeps are in there already, and uh, we have overtime. We got a brand new drive mall gaining, and we are getting into it right now. So we will have like a two-minute intermission once we pivot over, uh, which is right now. And of course, we'll be back here tomorrow for Swole Slut Saturday. So if you are unable to catch the whole thing live, no worries. We will be uh, having this inside Swole TV so you can watch it later like we do with all the private streams. And uh, yeah, make sure that you are getting access to all of that over at SwoleNormousX.com. We'll see you tomorrow for Swole Slut Saturday. And it's time for OT. Peace, McGee's. Deuce Magoose, ya boy, Papa Swolio, oh, 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 out.